Welcome to episode 59 of the Self Care 101 podcast, helping you to overcome self doubt and create a life by design with purpose. With your host, Pooja McClymon. Thank you so much for listening today. Do you feel like you're at a crossroads in your career? Is your job making you feel unhappy and unfulfilled? Look, I hear you, and in this episode, I'm going to help you figure out what's going on and help you get some much-needed clarity and direction for your next steps. It's no surprise, and it's not anything new, that we know that lockdown has been very difficult for many reasons, but I think the biggest reason is the amount of time it's actually given us to think about our lives. Now, if you're like me, this has been great and you've been sorting through your life and making it better. But if you're like the majority, you've probably struggled with all the thoughts that have come up for you and in particular, your job. So you might be feeling like it's time for change after being in the same career for a while. You might feel like you're stagnating and not feeling challenged anymore. Or you just might want to change things completely. Whatever the reason, it's always a good idea to reflect and see if you really need to be changing your work or whether it might be something else entirely. Now, self-doubt will definitely show up every time you think of changing things in your life, especially with a career. So in this show, I'm going to help you figure out what might be going on or holding you back from taking your next steps. So let's get to it. Obviously, we're working in a very different type of landscape right now. Working from home is welcoming, you know, to begin with. It's a nice idea. We'd all love to work from home, but we generally feel those positive feelings towards working from home when we're in the commute, right? When we're actually in the concrete jungle and going to work and all that that brings and you realize that oh I don't have time for anything and you know life sucks job sucks but now that we've been working from home for pretty much the whole of this year you know we are probably feeling more unhappy with being at home all the time in general which is understandable we are human beings we are from nature we need a change of environment in general but you know, lockdown, this pandemic has given us various different experiences of working from home that sort of, you know, we've had trouble with our family, we've had kids, we've had, uh, what else have we had? We've had random Zoom calls from from our bosses. We've had people interrupting our lives. We may even feel lonely and have not felt as connected as we wanted to feel. Whatever happens, you're going to feel more time for reflection and when you don't know what to do with those thoughts that you're reflecting on that's when you can basically become pretty stuck in your situation and probably why you might be feeling that you're at a career crossroads now you might actually genuinely be at a career crossroads absolutely if you've been doing the same job for at least 10 years you probably are in a career crossroads you are probably reflecting on the things that you've enjoyed so much about this time at home. Now, I've enjoyed time with my family, but other people might have realized that it's too much and you need the separation. I only have one child, so for me, it's a lot easier. But you might be feeling like it's been great to be home, it's great to spend time with your family, and you want to do more of that. 
So that sort of starts questioning, you know, if the world does go back to normal, and when we talk about normal, we're still talking about hopefully a new normal, that what am I going to do with my life? Do I really want to be working like this? Do I really want to be a victim of my company's needs and requirements? Or do I want more freedom? Do I want more time for myself and my family? Whatever the reason, totally understandable and totally the time to reflect and really get some clarity on what you're doing. If you don't take this time for reflection. Now, this time of year generally does bring up reflection anyway. You know, we all tend to go through this cycle. If you get to the end of the year, you sort of reflect on the year gone by. What have I done? What have I achieved? Have I enjoyed my work? Shall I look for something new? And it's perfectly normal. You know, we do this. I've come to the end of the year. We start thinking about our lives, what we've achieved. Have we moved forward? Are we closer to reaching our goals? And we do think about work a lot. And now we've had this pandemic, which has taken up most of our lives in 2020, and it's offered up those questions again. So how do you know if you actually like your job? Because it's very easy to feel disheartened by your job when you're in a completely different environment, when you're not socializing, when you're being, I guess, told what to do by the government as opposed to living your life on your terms. So sometimes we can put a lot of blame into our work, but is it the job or is it us? So let's look at how you would know if you actually like your job. Now, bad bosses, bad work environments, feeling undervalued, all those sorts of things. These generally are real reasons as to why it might be time to change your job, change your career, move on. When you have a bad boss, no matter how hard you try, they just don't value you. They don't see the good in you. And you can try to convince them as much as you like, and you can try to make them impressed with the work that you do, but they're just not going to budge because they are just rubbish (laughs) at what they do. Your working environment, if let's say pre-lockdown, your office environment was very catty or very, I don't know, competitive or something that just didn't sit right with you, made you feel uncomfortable, then that's going to affect whether you like your job or not. Feeling undervalued, no matter what, no matter where you work, that is always going to be a key driver in getting you to this crossroads and making you consider what else you could be doing. Now, the work might excite you, but perhaps your workplace doesn't. That's quite common. I actually saw that a lot in my marketing career, to be honest. The work would just drive me. That was my motivator. I'd get excited if I was working in a company that had a big budget. (laughs) That was always more enjoyable because I could create things, you know, world is my oyster sort of thing. I could let my own imagination run wild. Very, very fulfilling and satisfying. And with the place that I worked that didn't have such big budgets, that was also okay because I was able to challenge myself and see, right, what can I achieve with, you know, a very small amount of money. So if the work is still exciting you, but your workplace doesn't, it's time to reconsider what you're you're doing and where you're working. Now, if like me, you can't do the politics, that is going to be another reason why you come to this crossroads. I think, you know, when you start out in your career, you might get some guidance into how to play the game. And after a while, you just can't play anymore. 
you just can't you don't want to play it anymore you're 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 just over it and why do we have these politics why is it necessary now i'm hoping that we're creating a new workspace i guess moving forward where it's not about the politics it's about championing each other it's about mutual success it's about really collaboration and the collective coming together to do a great job i'm really hoping that that will change but if you're currently in a company where you can't do the politics that is going to drive you insane that is going to make you feel awful about the work you're doing you might feel like you could be doing more but you don't know what and that's understandable i think after a long time in a career say 10 years in the same sort of career you can get to that place of feeling like you could be doing more you know you're sort of stagnating you're not really growing and that's a really good reason to consider reflecting on the work you're actually doing and seeing what 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 is driving you what's your driving force right now now if you're feeling demotivated most of the time there is nothing that's going to get you excited again about that job. Because if you're feeling demotivated, apart from what might be going on with you personally, the job is not satisfying. No matter how hard you try, the job's not satisfying. Now, when it comes to demotivation, this is also linked to, actually, I would say it's directly linked to your personal life as well. So if things aren't great in your personal life, if you're just literally living to work as opposed to working to live, you're going to feel demotivated. So you might need to check in with your well-being and see if you are doing anything outside of work and Netflix in your life. Because if you're not, if your life is very much about waking up, working and then chilling in front of the TV not necessarily reading for growth, not necessarily upskilling, not necessarily socializing enough, or if you are socializing, it's very alcohol fueled, I would consider looking at why you're doing those things in your personal life, because those tend to be the things that leak in to your work and create a work problem when there might not be. Now, that's not an absolute fact, you know, there could be genuine reason for you, like I've discussed just now, as to why your job might not be fulfilling, but it's always worth considering and reflecting. I'll, this one is probably the big one. You're not getting the same satisfaction from completing projects. So no matter what you're working on, when you win, when, you know, you've achieved your goals there, it's just not satisfying you anymore. It's just kind of like, okay, yeah, great. Another job well done. Okay, yay me. So if you're not getting that satisfaction, you're looking for more fulfillment in the work you do. And that can come up in various different guises. So what can you do to get some clarity right now? So whatever you're feeling with regards to your work, your career, your job, your company that you're working for, what can you do to get some clarity? Because when you know exactly what's going on with you, you can then find the direction that you need to take, whatever that direction be. So get some clarity right now and I'm going to help you do it. Now, I love a pros and cons list and I really hope you do too. Now, I know it seems really, really basic, which it kind of is, but let's be honest, sometimes the most simplest things are the most powerful, right? 
So let's look at pros and cons. You're going to make a bunch of pros and cons lists. One of the lists, or the first list, is going to be what you like about your work, not the company, and what you don't like about your work. So what do you like about your work? And in the other column, what you don't like about your work. Now, this is the work you actually do. It's not about the company. So don't put things in like office politics. This is literally about your skills and the work that you do. The second list is going to be about what you like about the company that you work for and what you don't like about the company you work for. Okay. Next list. What are the pros and cons of moving to another company? Okay. Pros and cons of moving to another company. Then you're going to do another list, the pros and cons of changing industry. So if it's industry that you're interested in changing, you're going to do this extra list of changing industry. And then do a pros and cons list. This is your final list (laughs) of staying where you are, right? So not changing anything, a pros and cons list of staying where you are. And what you're going to do with these pros and cons lists, once you've done them, try to be as exhaustive as possible, because the more detail you can go into about these pros and cons lists, the more clarity you're going to get. Now, once you've done them, I want you to then review which things keep coming up in all your pros and cons lists. So you're going to get certain things that come up in one list and another and another. Whatever those things are, are the things that are going to take you to your next steps, okay? So you need to look at what are the most common things that are coming up for you in the pros and cons, because those are generally the things that are stopping you from taking the next step. So answer those questions. What is stopping you from taking the next step, okay? And review those pros and cons to see where your next steps lie. So some of the things that could be stopping you from taking the next step are completely acceptable. Some of the things are completely acceptable. Money, security, the scarcity of jobs in the job market that we're in right now. There could be other things like limiting beliefs, maybe values from your childhood of work and security. Maybe there's a lack of support in your life. Maybe you're scared, just scared, just general fear. Whatever it is, try to decipher what it is that's stopping you from taking the next step. And then the final task, which is the most, I guess, transformational, most breakthrough, light bulb moment of a task, would be to ask yourself, what would life look like if you took the leap towards what you truly wanted? What would life look like if you took the leap towards what you truly wanted? And the way to do this, if you are a listener of the podcast, you'll know full well what I'm about to say, but it's to visualize, it's to visualize, it's to meditate, it's to create a vision board of what your life will look like if you took the leap. All right. We're not talking about revolutionary things here, unless that's what you want to do. We are just talking about changing jobs, changing career, changing industry, keeping things a little bit more simple. If you want to take a big risk and start your own business, absolutely do that. And I'll do another show for that, maybe next week. But if it's just your job, your career needs a bit of a shake up, then these are the tasks that are going to help you get there. 
certainly, if anything, you're going to get some clarity. You're going to figure out what's actually bothering you. Because if we keep the thoughts in our head, they're a mess. Okay. They're not tidy. They're not organized. They're a mess. And with a mess, you can't get clarity. So write these things down. Do these pros and cons. So to end, look, it's really important to learn what your values are now, today, especially as a result of the pandemic, because you may or may not have known what your values were in January this year, but you should by now be feeling a lot more confident to be able to say, do you know what? My family is more important than my boss. My work is more important than getting drunk on every Friday night, whatever it is, you will know what your values are now. And if you don't start looking into what your values are now and work towards using your values to guide you towards your next steps, right? Now, how you do that is once you know what's important to you, when you do apply for jobs, when you think about leaving your career or whatever it is in terms of work, you are going to start leading from your values. So if your work, your company, whatever doesn't align with your values, then you know that things need to be changed in order for you to feel more fulfilled and happy. And really, really important here, be confident in your decisions. Don't just feel like you are, you know, making a rash decision. If you do this kind of work, you're reflecting, you do these pros and cons lists, you ask yourself those questions, what's stopping you from taking the next step? What would happen if you took the leap, you know, then be confident in your decisions because you've done the work. And look, the worst that could happen is that it doesn't work out and you either go back to the way things were or it opens a path to new opportunities. Either way, at least you tried your best and no matter what happens, you will learn, you will grow and you will ultimately be happier because you didn't just let life happen to you. You took control, you took the reins and you said, you know what, there might be something else. Let me have a go. And that's all we're trying to do here within the coaching world. That's all we're trying to do here. We're not going to revolutionize your life unless you're ready to revolutionize your life. Other than that, we're looking for clarity. We're looking for living that better life. We're looking for what are we looking for? We want more money, don't we? We want to work less. We want to live more. How are we going to do that if we don't look at changing things, having that confidence, having that courage to look at how we could change things? And remember, the worst that could happen is that things go back to the way they were. That's it. That's the worst that could happen. So I hope some of those tips were really helpful for you and that you can get some clarity, especially if you're at this crossroads right now with your career, understandable position to be in. I hope that you can find the answers through these tasks and do let me know how you get on, you know, send me a message anywhere, email, website, whatever, DM, send me a message. Let me know how you're getting on because our careers, obviously we spend so much time at work. They really should be giving us what we need them to give us so yeah let me know sending lots of love thank you for listening to the self-care 101 podcast if you enjoyed the show i would love it if you would subscribe rate and review so that other people like you can find the show to find out more about me you can follow me on the socials at puja mcclymont or visit my website pujamcclymont.com talk to you soon